caveat for this is, A, I'm not a math person. Number two is, this is a rather intense and complex topic that I couldn't even bring the chorus down because there's so many. So last night, I just jotted down a bunch of notes, and I hope it comes out making sense. I feel it's important to talk about this topic, which I haven't introduced yet, because it comes up so often, and maybe, again, this is a very, very cursory overview, will help us understand various terms we throw around. So what I want to discuss today as we begin this discussion in the laws of tefillah is the concept of zmanim, of times. Because I'm sure we're all familiar, we throw the term out shkia. Night, we throw out nates, mishiyaker. We throw out terms such as uh, Rabbeinu Tam, have to, uh, his shkia versus other shkias. We have to, eat, we have to finish eating ma, um, ha, um, chametz by a certain time. We have to say shema by a certain time. We have to say zman tefillah by a certain, certain time. And if you want clarity, so you go to myzmanim.com, and what you're left is with this, uh, short, this, this sheet I, put up, I sent to give out to you, which has 30 different zmanim. And I gave you the truncated version. If you hit the little button at the bottom, it says click here for more zmanim. You have six different times you're supposed to say Shema by. You have four different times that, that is nightfall. Actually, nightfall, there can be 30 different times when nightfall is or when Tzaytzah Kochavim is. Right? These are terms we've heard, Tzaytzah Kochavim, when the stars come out. What does this all mean? So I thought we'd do, a, again, a very rudimentary overview to give us some sort of uh, understanding and to grasp exactly what's going on. And then we're going to discuss why, especially this next week, it's going to be very relevant because we run into a bit of a uh, situation at 6.30 Shacharis with the time to put on Talisman's villain. We'll, we'll discuss it. We'll get, there, we'll get through all of it. So let's discuss this manu. First of all, there is a debate, but we're going to assume for now, when we discuss time in halacha, we're working with what's called shosmanios. Shosmanios are the day, the day, as in daytime, which we're going to have to define also, is divided into 12 equal parts. So unlike in the uh, solar time or the hours we're used to where there's 60 minutes per hour and that never changes. So a day, it could be four hours or, a day could, or five hours or by the equator, it could be an hour or 23 hours. When it comes to halacha, we're going to assume for now that we're dealing with shalos minus, which means from uh, day, daybreak until nightfall, whatever that is, we divide it into 12 equal parts, which means on a perfect equinox day, equinox, how do you, I don't know, equinox day in Yerushalayim, you have each hour is in fact 60 minutes. But in the winter, each hour is going to be longer than 60 minutes because again, you have to divide it into, it's shorter than 60 minutes, excuse me, you have to divide it into uh, 12, always 12 equal parts. So those are Shalazmanios. So what is day? What exactly is day? We have a number of different terms we use. Day can be, be from dawn, which would be once the, uh, the um, sun it doesn't, it hasn't risen yet, but the, the, you see in the eastern horizon some sort of uh, light coming up. And that could extend all the way until when the stars come out. Or you could define day by sunrise to sunset. There's going to be a big difference there. What is day? Again, day, it, so we have um, the Grah of Elijah Kramer. From, he, only, he said day is sunrise to sunset. What takes place before that? It's not day, but it might not be necessarily be night. You're in the quasi-period. What takes place after sunset? So then you have, again, a quasi-period until you have nightfall. But it's not considered part of the day, which means if you want to dive in mincha, you can't dive in mincha past the shkia, past sunset, because it's no longer considered day. The Magan Avram disagrees. The Magan Avram says, no, day is from dawn, what's called... Um, Amud when the light starts coming on the eastern horizon, 
until nightfall, when the stars come out. It's a longer period of time, but what does that mean? That means, for instance, when it comes to Shema, our first, uh, our first term. Shema, we know there's a time where Shema has to be said, but it has to be said by the end of the third hour of the day. Well, if you're, according to the Gra, third hour of the day is going to be later because your day starts later, it starts at sunrise. Whereas according to the Magan Avram, the third hour of the day is going to be earlier because your day starts at, at dawn. Similarly, when it comes to eating chametz on, on, on Erev Pesach, we, you, see, you might see this two times. Again, chametz has to be done by the fourth hour, you finish eating it. Well, according to the Magad of Ram, that's going to be earlier than the Gra, because the Gra says you, can, you start counting those four hours from sunrise, whereas the Magad of Ram says you count it from earlier. Any questions? All right, that, that, that's, that's the easy part. So the question is as follows. Let's begin with Shkia. Shkia is me sunset. We, we all know you walk outside. When the sun goes down, it's still light outside until the stars come out. There is, a, there is some sort of lag there. Some sort of lag there. I'm not going to give it a term yet. How long is it between when the sun goes down? And by the way, we're, all, we're talking about Yerushalayim on a perfect equinox day just because we keep things simple. Or Bavel, even better. Where the Talmud Bavel was written. How long is there from the time the sun goes down until the stars come out? Oh, so you, you're jumping to the gun already. We'll get there in a second. And... It's machlokas. So, so the Gemara indicates first. The Gemara says it's twelve mil. Twelve mil. What's twelve mil? So, for, as we know, back in the day, they didn't have watches. So, what you had to do in order to tell time was you found something that everyone kind of knew, some sort of marker or indication, and you said, "Okay, the amount of time it takes to eat a loaf of bread. How much is that?" Everyone kind of assumes about three or four minutes, nine minutes. Interesting. I, I was once reading Bernard Lewis, and he talks about in the Arab countries. The Arab countries, they didn't have, they didn't have watches until rather late recently. So you said one of the expressions is, how long does it take to get from, uh, from here to uh, my house? Two cigarettes. Meaning to say the amount of time it takes to smoke two cigarettes. It's not 100% precise, but that's the way you tell time. You have to find some sort, of, some sort of marker where everyone kind of recognizes. So the Gemara says, it's four mil, which is the approximate time to walk four mil. What's that? I have no idea. We'll have to explain that in a minute. We'll assume for now, four mil, that's sunset until it takes. That's one indication. The Gemara points out also from dawn until sunrise is four mil as well. Four mil. We're talking about a perfect equinox day. A 12-hour day. Well, that makes things easy. Here's the problem. There's a Gemara, another Gemara that indicates the time from sunset until Tzayseh is three-quarters of a mil. And that's a huge difference. Is it four mil, which again, we're not defining intentionally, or is it three-quarters of a mil? So Rabbeinu Tom jumps up and says, I'll tell you what it is. There are two sunsets in halacha. There is the actual sunset, the one we all perceive. That happens. There's no halachic validity to that. There's no halachic validity to that. Rav Shechter points out, except maybe that you can't bring karbonos in the base of Migdash afterwards, which would indicate if our mincha is patterned after karbonos, so you couldn't have mincha after this, this uh, shkia, regardless of if you want to have a later shkia. Just put it out there. But, but Rabbeinu Tom says, again, the contradiction, is it, is it four mil? Is it three quarters of a mil? He says as follows. Two sunsets. Sunset number one is when the sun goes down. Halachically, it's still considered day until, he says, you go, uh, you go three mil and one quarter. Three mil and one quarter. As in, two, uh, as in uh, three quarters of a mil before the stars come out. Then the day's over. And, and that's what begins Ben HaShemashos. We heard the term Ben HaShemashos before. Ben HaShemashos is this quasi-period. It's not day and not night. That lasts for three quarters of a mil. And again, we're going to give numbers for it in a minute. And then it's nightfall. So according to the time, what you have is sun goes down and it's still considered day. 
still considered day. If it's uh, Shabbos, it's still Shabbos. Still Shabbos all the way. One mil, two mil, three mil, a quarter of a mil, and then it's still Shabbos, but Shabbos starts ebbing away for this quasi-period, not day, not night, for another three quarters of a mil, and then, and then Shabbos is over. By the way, it works the other way around as well. Well, we all take in Shabbos early, Rabbanan Tom's like, well, a minute. Sun goes down on, uh, on Friday, still technically day, halakhically. One mil, two mil, three mil, you can still do malacha, even though it's totally dark outside. You get to that quarter of a mil, now it's like a quasi period, you take it Shabbos because maybe it is Shabbos, maybe it's not Shabbos, and then it's Shabbos. So it works on both ends. Rabbanan Tom is consistent. In America, the Hasidim, they take, or maybe many, many others as well, they'll take in Shabbos, they'll, they'll take in Shabbos like, like we do, which will explain why we do that, but take out Shabbos late like Rabbanan Tom because, again, it's still day, even though it looks like night. So Rabbanan Tom solves this contradiction. Again, one Gemara says it's three quarters of a mil, one says four mil, and he says, again, there's, halach, there's, there's nightfall, which is halachic, and then there's the sun going down, which has no halachic validity. However, the Gaonim, they disagree. And they say, no, no, let me explain to you what this Gemara is talking about. If the, when the Gemara says, after three quarters of a mil, Shabbat, uh, day's over, the day's over. Ah, but you told me there's a Gemara in Psachim that says it takes, four, it takes four mil. That's not a halachic Gemara, that's just giving a perception that three stars come out after three, uh, three quarters of a mil, which, by the way, if you go look outside, pretty, looks pretty much like that. What, what's the additional three mil and a quarter? Oh, that's just saying, when do all the stars come out? By the way, FYI, three stars come out. When is it really pitch black? You see the whole Milky Way in a, in a place with no light pollution? That's, you know, four mil later. Halakhically, what, what does that mean? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. But, the Gemara is just pointing out, it happens to be that's the truth. But what, what, what do we need to know halacha? When the sun goes down, it's night, as we all know that. Day's over. And now... Three quarters of a mil later, which again we'll get to all that a mil, plug it back in, then it's going to be considered uh, Shabbos is over. Shabbos is over. So what we have here is this big machlokas. Now, for those who have heard of Tom, Beta Tom Shkia, not Shkia, what's going on here? It's two ways to interpret a Gemara. Do we assume nightfall is three quarters of a mil following sunset, and then day's over? Or Beta Tom saying, no, we have a Gemara that says four mil later. The sun going down has no halakhic validity. Although, again, I'll point out, According to Rav Shechter, the only validity there is is that in the base of Migdash, you couldn't bring the afternoon sacrifices anymore because the sun went down, which would mean the corresponding to the afternoon sacrifices is Mincha. So even if you want to say, I want to follow Rabbeinu Tam and think that day extends all the way, you know, whatever is an hour later, which we'll, get, we'll explain in a minute, but still, but still you can't have Mincha past a physical, actual sunset. Okay. Here's the question. This is, what is a mill? That's all good and well. We have a machlokis, is the sunset, and then is shkia three quarters, uh, three quarters of a mil, or is it four mil? What exactly is a mil? So we have to figure out a mil. How do you find, figure out this, this Talmudic measurement in, in minutes so that we can actually understand exactly what we're talking about? Because I probably sound a little like I'm talking gibberish right now. Am I talking gibberish? A little bit. No. Okay. So the Gemarim Sachim, in a Gemara that's not related at all to figuring out the Zman and the times, says as follows. Gemara is trying to figure out again like how big the world is and trying to make, make calculations. Again, not relevant for right now. Within that, the Gemara says a person can walk, an average person can walk 40 mil in a day. 40 mil in a day. Again, good? 
So now, does that help us? Now we know? Now we know? What's the day? What's the day? Oh, so we have two problems. We have, is, it, is it daylight, sun, sunrise to sunset, like the Grah? Or as Rashi points out there, is it Mishiyakir? Oh, sorry, is it, is it from the, when the western, eastern horizon lights up until essentially the western horizon darkens? Were they even talking about daylight? They could say just what you could do in one day. No, they're still talking. No, no, no. Definitely talking. Definitely talking. Talk about halachic day. But I think we've defined again. As we said, there's two machlokas about that. There's also another machlokas. Well, not machlokas. There's also okay, great. But again, so uh, Charles will start walking, walk all day. Well, maybe that's what Daniel's doing right now. <laughs> Tell us how far he walks. It's not helpful. So we could do something. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so now, so here's where the math comes in. Ready for the math? Who likes math? My hands down. Okay, good. So as follows, according to Rashi in the Magan Avram, where the day begins at Amud HaShachar, and we say there's four mil from Amud HaShachar until sunrise. And then at the end of the day, there's four mil from sunset until taste. So now we know right away, we can get rid of those. Four mil, four mil, get rid of those, which means between sunrise and sunset, there's only 32, a person can only walk 32 mil, right? Again, a person walks 40 in a day, but we know four taking place before sunrise and four taking place before sunset. Okay? Charles, follow? <laughs> if, if, I'll use hours, ready? I'll use hours now. If a person can walk 40, a, a walk... So again, an average person, part of it is that we can't get as precise, which is also a different discussion of back then that nothing could be as precise, so how precise do we have to be nowadays? This is a big discussion I don't want to get into now. It's a more, I think, a discussion. But again, if an average person walks, is going to walk four hours in a day, it's going to walk 40 hours in a day, but four take place before, before uh, sunrise and four take place afterwards, that means that a perfect equinox day of 12 hours, a person is walking 32 mil. So now, a perfect equinox day, 12 hours, that means, how many minutes are in 12 hours? 720. Right, 720, which means 30, uh, 32 divided by 720 is, I did the math already, 20, 20, 22 and a half, 22 and a half, right, follow, there's 720 minutes in a day, you divide that by 12 hours in a day, divided by 30, um, sorry, it's divided by 32, you're walking 32 mil in approximately 720 minutes, that means each mil is 22.5 minutes. Equals a mil is 22.5 minutes. Follow? Anyone here lost? Does it make sense, Jonathan? Yep. Makes sense. Okay, we're good. Meaning to say, if, if there's, you have 30, a person can walk 32 mil from, in 12 hours. That's what we're saying effectively. Right? First, you can walk 32 mil in 12 hours. So you, you figure out how many minutes are in, each hour, in, in, in 12 hours, 720. Divide that by 32 equals it takes 22.5 uh, minutes to walk a mill, which would mean, according to this opinion, how long does it take for, for, for um, a dough to rise, become chametz? Does it come out a mill? Well, how long is a mill? According to the sheet, that's 22.5 minutes, not 18. This would also mean, if you do the math, what's 22.5 times five, five, times four, excuse me? 90, which means from sunrise to sunset on a perfect day, Sorry, from, sun, from uh, Amud HaShachar until sunrise is 90 minutes. From the sun going down 
until Tzais is 90 minutes, which means according to Rabbeinu Tam, Shabbos comes out 90 minutes after, after the Shkia. Now, which will also mean that if, what, 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 what's uh, two-thirds of, uh, of uh, sorry, what's three-quarters of 22.5? You want to get a calculator out? Which would mean, according to our opinion, Shabbos ends 16.8 minutes, 17 minutes roughly, after Shkia. That's one opinion. But we're going to reject that opinion right now for another opinion, for a different approach. And that's as follows. According to the Gro we pointed out, this, was all, this whole calculation is based on the fact we're going from Mishayakir from the, until Tzais. But if you say that the day is only from sunrise to sunset, that means you'd get, you, it's, you could actually walk 40 mil from sunrise to sunset. So let's, do the, let's recompute this. 40 minutes, sorry, 40 mil, now it's 720 minutes, right? 12 hours, 720 minutes. 40 going into 720 is 13 point? 18. Sorry, 18, 18, exactly, 18 minutes. Which in the mill now is 18 minutes. Now, if you think about it, how long does it take your matzah to rise? We, we know 18 minutes because we're taking the more strict opinion, which would mean that 18 times 4 is 72. 72. We've heard 72 minutes. 72 minutes after Shabbos, according to Ben Atam, the um, Shabbos is over. 72 minutes prior to the sun going up, we can start already davening Shabbos, perhaps. Now, what's, that's all Rabbeinu Tam. According to our opinion, we say, no, it's not, it's not four mil, right? Rabbeinu Tam was trying to figure out, we spent the machlokas, is Shabbos, is it Shkia, sorry, is nightfall four mil, or is it three quarters of a, uh, three quarters of a mil? Rabbeinu Tam said it must be four mil, and three quarters is, is irrelevant. We said, no, four, four mil is irrelevant. That's the same way it's totally nightfall, but when the stars start coming out, that's three quarters of a mil. What three quarters of 18 is 13.5. This means that 13.5 minutes after the sun goes down, on a perfect equinox day in Bavel, Shabbos is over. Shabbos is over. So that's, and that's where we're left. Any questions or thoughts before we move on to the next step? Okay. That all being said, here's the problem. The Grub points this out. He says, first of all, basically, you walk outside. It's not true. Sometimes you walk outside, 13 minutes after the sun goes down, it still looks pretty light outside. No? And according to Benetam, you walk outside maybe a half hour later and it's pitch black. What are you telling me? It's still day. So the Grub doesn't like this. The Grub points out that perhaps this is where the sun goes down, how fast it goes down, how fast night comes, really depends on your latitude and longitude and where you are, uh, connect, where you are equivalent to the equator. And this is where Jonathan comes in. You know, in, uh, in uh, North Pole, it's going to be very different than here. We're actually, we're pretty low, right? New York's pretty low compared to like Spain and or England. England's much even much further north. How about compared to Vilna? Probably further, yeah. Exactly. So the problem is that you, meaning, and Ramosha Feinstein, everyone points this out, the girl points out, Ramosha Feinstein points this out, that in, yes, maybe in Bavel, you shall lie, you walk outside, you have 13.5 minutes. In Yushalayim, it's even not, it's not that. But if you were to walk outside in New York, Ramosha said he walked outside, went into his balcony a couple times, and he said, it's more of like 50 minutes. It's between 45 and 50 minutes, depending on what time of year it is. So, which means, seemingly, this whole calculation is irrelevant because it's based off when is it actually night, when is it not night. So what Rav Yechimel suggested is as follows. These numbers aren't irrelevant because what you can do is, this is, again, this is where our, our, our meteorologist comes in. Whatever it says in Yerushalayim, let's say it's 13.5 minutes, what we have to basically do is find out, and this is, again, this is a modern, using modern technology, what exactly, and this is, if you look at the uh, sheet, it shows this, 
What degree is the sun below the horizon or above the horizon at, let's say, 13, or in this case, 13.5 minutes after, after Shabbos comes out? Where is the sun in reference to the horizon? What degree is it? And then just take that and, you know, and, and plug that into where we are now, and you can figure out, according to degrees, what time it's actually nightfall. Because what the Gemara is telling us is objectively, where the sun is, 13.5 minutes in Bavel after sunset, in Bavel that is sunset. So then just, what degree is that of the sun? Is it 8.5 degrees? Is it 12 degrees? And then plug it into here as well. So that's where the interesting science kind of meets the halacha. What a lot of the posts, or, or most of the posts, before they were able to do this, they just went outside. So Yushalayim, they figure out, you have, again, it runs the gamut, but around 22 minutes or so in Yushalayim is when, sun, is when sunset, becomes, when, when the three stars come out. Ramosh said about 45 minutes in America. Others say 42 minutes, 50 minutes. It kind of starts, it gets a little iffy to try to really figure out when sunset is, which is why Rav Mordechai Willig basically says, it's probably, it's between 37 and 42 minutes. But he says 42 minutes, and he has a calculation, I'm not going to get into now, corresponds to Chimichotokachinsky's minute. And he basically says, definitely 42. If you can wait 72, it's even better, because you have Rabbeinu Tam, according to the lower sheet, though, assuming each one is 18, is 18 minutes as well. What? But look what it says, 72 minutes by degrees. Uh, Mai's manum loves by degrees. That's, that's basically how they do everything. So underneath it, it gives it a time? It's 16.1 degrees. We know exactly when Nate's upon Nate's is always sunrise. Nate's means sunrise. Correct. Exactly. Well, so having Tosfos thinks that objective 72 is like it's a solidified, always 72, it's, it's never going to move. But we're, the, um, Maizmanim always uses, always uses um, these degrees. Again, we're effectively saying is you, the Gemara is telling us, the Gemara, we're all, all we're trying to figure out, the, I, I thought is, where the sun is. Wherever the sun is, that's going to either open the day up and allow us to do certain things, or end the day and, and no longer allow us to do certain things. Or, well, if the Gemara tells us that 13.5 minutes the sun is over here, or over here, then we can just figure out, okay, that's 13.1 degrees, or in this case, it's you know, whatever it is, and just throw it and, and plug it back and plug it back into where we are nowadays. Okay, so that's just a background. So again, if you want to do a quick review before we get at the last step. So we opened up and said as follows. How, how long is a day? We said a person can walk, a person can walk. We said, we said wait, what's Shkia, excuse me? We said Shkia is either four mil, which we said is 72 minutes, 72 minutes or 90 minutes, depending on how we, let's, go, let's work with 72. It's 72 minutes from Shkia until Tzais, 72 minutes according to Beit Atam. We said, no, we reject that Gemara. We say it's only three quarters of a mil, which is 13.5 minutes, 13.5 minutes. Again, what happens is we still, we still incorporate the reality. In Yerushalayim, you walk outside, it's still light outside. So we, it's about 22 minutes. In America, it's about 55 minutes. So there's one opinion out there that says Beit Atam was only saying it when you couldn't see three stars. That's a real cool look. Okay, what about in the morning? This, this is where it's relevant this week. If you look on the, uh, if you look on the, our Maizmanim, there's a concept out there of earliest Zman for Talos and Tefillin. Earliest Zman for Talos and Tefillin. If you look, this is October 28th, I did this last night, 631. If you look on Friday of November 3rd, it's 
39 or 640. Meaning to say that there's another, a different time for when we're allowed to put on tefillin, we're not allowed to put on tefillin. It's called Mishayakir. What's Mishayakir? So seemingly the idea behind it is as follows. Mishayakir, the Gemara says, when, you, when, when are you allowed to put on your, ta- your, t- your talus? And say Shema, when you're able to discern the difference between a blue string and a white string on your tzitzis. Meaning to say that what's the earliest time? It's earlier than sunrise, but also the, the, we talk about the tzitzis, you have to see the tzitzis. So we derive from there to see the tzitzis that once it's light enough that with natural light you can tell the difference between a blue and a white string. Or another one is you can see the difference between a, a, a close friend, you can recognize a close friend from Orem. From, uh, from a certain distance, four hours away. So that means it's light enough now that you can, it's, now you can put on your tzitzis. So we talk about there's dawn. Dawn is, again, it's, it's still dark at dawn. You see a little light you know, crest, on the crest of the horizon. Once it gets, from natural light, it's light enough, you can start seeing the difference between blue and white, which again, it's very ambiguous. Because this is not based, there's no, there's no science to this. So then you can put on talus and tefillin. What exactly is that? So this becomes a lot of Mesorah and Minuk and tradition. Some say 32, some say 40 minutes, some say, it runs the gamut. Based off that, we end up as, you know, six, based off it's 631 to 639 this week, it t- 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 seems like we couldn't put on our talus and tefillin until, after, until later in the Avedim, which according to Mishnah Ruhr, what you do is you should um, put, put it on, but don't make a bracha, which we're a little, uns- we don't really love doing that because we like making brachas prior to we do an action, and then take a break between, baruch, between Sukkot Zimra and, uh, and Yotzerar to make the bracha. However, Rav Willig disagrees. Rav Willig says as follows. He quotes the Kavachayim, who says that in Yerushalayim, the minigah was always an hour before Nates, roughly an hour before Nates, that on a perfect equinox day, is when they would put on their, it was when, when the earliest time of putting on talus and tefillin. He says, what, what, where is the sun an hour before Nates? 12.9 degrees. If you look on the chart here, I even, I, I went to the suncal.com, which is something I've never seen. You can see the color it's a little better. And I put in 12.9 degrees November 3rd. And where is the sun relative to everything? The sun at 12.9 degrees is... That's actually 2.87. It's seven, it's, uh, it got cut off. But it's, uh, it's 720, 2024, I believe. 724. Means to say, if you, if an hour before, in Yushalayim, an hour before nature is considered Mishiyakir, and the sun is 12.9 degrees below the horizon, so 12.9 degrees below the horizon in Linden, New Jersey, is, 12, is, seven, is, is 624, excuse me on November 3rd, which is the latest day that we'll be davening at 6.30. And therefore, and therefore, Wish Yaker is, is significantly earlier than the opinion brought down on MySmanim.com. Put that together with what Moshe points out, based off of Rabbeinu Peretz as well, that at the end of the day, what's the worst thing that, ha- that happens if you put on tefillin before you're supposed to? Because we actually do poskin, we do follow the opinion that tefillin, you can wear tefillin at night. We don't because one, when someone's asleep, they can't control their bodily functions. So what's the worst thing that happens? You put on your tefillin and make a bracha? Well, really, we, you could technically do that. What do you say? It's not a bracha of And even Sitzis, there's an opinion of the Rosh that says you're supposed to wear Sitzis at night as well. You rely on that as well. Put it together, and again, this is a very amorphous time. There's a, there's a prima godma that says an hour and six minutes prior to that. You put it all together, it looks like, what's the worst? It's not the biggest deal in the world, especially if you, if you run into this issue that people who don't put on tefillin until then, People might not come to Minion, and they say, I'll, I'll wait, and they get, they get lost, they, they get busy, and they don't, put, they don't miss putting on talus tefillin all day. It's confusing. We don't love the idea of putting on talus tefillin without a bracha and then making a bracha afterwards. So put it all together, Willick says, 12.9 degrees. On top of that, what's the worst thing that can happen, even if it's wrong, but he's not wrong. And on top of that, we don't want confusion, and therefore, 
724 is the earliest time you can put on towels and fill in based off this amount from Ishiyake. Any questions? Yeah. 623, sorry, 623, 623. So to sum, summary, the most important thing we got out of this year is this week, you can still put on towels and fill in. It's at 630, show up to Minion, or 635, or 640, 650, whatever you show up to Minion, because Mishiyakir is based off the degrees of Yerushalayim, and the Minion Yerushalayim was an hour beforehand, which is 12.9. Not on my mind, we had to go to the Sun Cal. But hopefully also out of this, we learned to get to look quickly at our uh, chart here. Now we can understand a couple more of these terms. Dawn is in degrees 72 minutes prior to a low set to, to Nates. Why? Because the Gemara says it's 4 mil. We said 4 mil, a mil is 18 minutes. Well, 18 times 4 is 72. Early time for Talisman's fill-in is Mishiyake, when it's light enough to discern between blue and white. Now, Reisim Oso, how do you define that? That's based on a lot of Minog. We said we're going to follow Erev Wulig, which is 12.9 degrees, because that was the Minog Yerushalayim. Sunrise is always sunrise. I have to explain that to you, so then other issues. Latest time for Shema, Mug, and Avram. What was that? Why is it earlier? So we said latest time for Shema is at the end of the third hour. But if you count, Mugan Avram begins the day at Alosa Shachar when the sun begins to rise, which is 72 minutes prior to the Gra, which, which, is sun, which is the actual sunrise, which means he's 72 minutes later. Again, based on Shah's Manios of Halachic time, we define it by breaking the day into 12 equal parts. Same thing for Shachar, same thing for Shema. We didn't talk about midday, we didn't talk about Mincha. And then sunset, we know. Nightfall is a big debate. Is nightfall when uh, the three stars emerge, three, uh, three quarters of a mil, so it's 13.5 uh, minutes, or again, adjust it for where we are based off our, where we are relative to the equator, or is it 72 minutes, Rabbeinu Tam, because we wait for four mil, 18 times four. With that, I wish you a wonderful day. I hope you're not all too confused.